are your friends? Who do you speak to about love, life and everything else that entails? I'm Jen Saderholm and I'm 40-something. And this is my friend Kirsty Fitzpatrick. She's 20-something. Despite or maybe in fact of our 20-year age gap, we've come to seek each other out for advice and feedback. We're more connected than you'd think. And that is why we've started this podcast, 2040, celebrating friendship across generations. 2040, Season 3, Episode 11, Expectations. Hello, Jen. Hey, Kirsty. So this topic, I feel like is quite a touchy one, but I feel like it's important to have the conversation about expectations, what expectations mean, how you manage expectations, and if they're too high. I recently had a birthday and I'm the sort of person who feels like any celebration, you should make a big deal of it if it only happens once or only happens once a year. Like birthdays are once a year, Christmas is once a year, New Year's Eve is once a year. And a lot of people that I speak to are sort of going, oh, just another day. And I'm like, it's not another day. You should make a big deal out of it. So I always try to make the effort if it's friends of mine's birthdays to always send a message or pick up the phone and call if I know I'm not going to see them. And it's not so much about gift giving or, you know, showering them in that sort of way. It's just about recognising that this is an important day and you should have, you know, we should at least say happy birthday to someone. On my birthday, there were a couple of people who didn't reach out that I was surprised that didn't. Mm. I just would have thought that they would have said happy birthday because they're friends of mine. And I then I kind of went, oh, don't be silly. Like people forget, you know, people always say that they only remember birthdays because of Facebook nowadays. Mm-hmm. And Facebook, I thank Facebook for that because sometimes I forget people's birthdays until I see that. But There was one person in particular who had watched um, my stories on Instagram. They'd been active on on Instagram and they'd seen that it was my birthday and they had very clearly known it was my birthday and yet they did not reach out. Not once did they say happy birthday. They didn't send a text. They didn't send a message. They didn't call, nothing. And it wasn't really until the end of the day that it just kind of, I saw that they'd seen this particular thing on my social media and I hate that I'm saying that because like we've had these conversations about social media and how they can make you have these negative thoughts and then I realized I was like oh I I haven't heard from this friend and I thought I would have heard from this friend that's quite bizarre it actually made me quite upset I'm not quite sure why I think I just had higher expectations I would have thought being that person being my friend that I would have heard from them on the one day of the year that is all about you kind of thing Um, in the same way that when it's their birthday coming up soon I will I already know when their birthday is I would know to make the effort to touch base with them I've been having thoughts over the last little while about whether or not that is something that I should be a bit upset about or whether it's just my expectations are too high. Maybe my expectations for some people are too high. Maybe my expectations in general are too high. And so this conversation, I don't want to be so much about that person didn't say happy birthday and that's really mean because that is trivial, but it's about whether or not I'm expecting too much from some people in my life. What do you think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say that person should have said happy birthday and no, your expectations aren't too high. It's fine to expect someone to say happy birthday. Two things, and I think you've articulated that in a very gentle fashion. If you'd sat there and gone, I've got a brand new job promotion, look at me. I've, no, you'd never do look at me, but I've got a job promotion. I'm doing this. It's amazing. This next step on the journey. Sometimes I understand why a person will see it and not acknowledge it because it's that little bit of competitive scariness around it on your birthday those rules don't apply no and as far as I'm concerned if they had actively seen that it was your birthday and you would call them friend there is no excuse 
it actually belittles the friendship. And I feel really strongly about it, actually, more than many things, because it's not a competitive thing to just simply, even if they'd said happy birthday cross or something like that, that would have probably been enough and you wouldn't totally. have thought of it. Yeah. Or even if the next day it was, oh, I've got your birthday, so sorry. I mean, I do that. I often send belated birthday messages. And you're right. It's funny that you say that about the competitive um, work side of things, because this is another area that I that I struggle with because I've got some friends who who I don't feel work supported by. You know, they'll never ask me about my work, which is fine. Like, I'm totally fine with that because I like having friendships where we don't talk about work all the time. But mm. but there are some people that I know that if I was to say to them, hey, I've been given a promotion, they would be, wow, that's amazing, congratulations, so exciting. And other people would not know for 12 months because they would never ask me about it. Mm. And as I said, that's fine, but... Are my expectations too low if I don't care or are they too high if I want them to care? And this is where I think it comes back to, is it me just having unrealistic expectations about people? Oh, this is a really difficult one. I want to go back to the birthday for a moment. We've talked about my former best friend. And one of the turning points in the relationship was that we were talking one day and she said, blah, 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 birthday on the 20th of February. And I was like, that's not my birthday. And she's like, oh, I always get it confused. And I was like, no, no, your best friend knows your birthday. Yeah. They don't get the date wrong. Full stop, they don't. So that was a big moment for me in my expectations just on what I value in my closest friendship, and that is that they know your birthday. Men. I know from experience that if my husband didn't have birthdays come up on Facebook, he would never remember. Yeah. The only birthday he remembers is mine and that because he knows he has to. <laughs> and I mean this seriously because we had an issue at the hospital when we had to admit my son in for something and he gave the hospital our son's wrong birth date. Right. And I had to come in later to provide birth certificate to show that my husband was wrong and this was the real birth date. So... I am aware that men work in a different birthday orbit than what we do. So my expectations are different, but I wonder also if they shouldn't be because it comes down to the statement because for me, birthdays are a freaking big deal. Mm. So I want everybody who I call friend to remember me on my birthday and I would be I would be devastated, especially if I knew they'd seen it and they'd not done anything. In fact, I would really carry that baggage unnecessarily, but I feel the same. I didn't think I was carrying baggage about it until I I remember sending you a message saying, I want to do a podcast on this because I'm so disappointed about this. And the other side to birthdays, and I want to keep this really, really short because I, I really think I need to just let this go. But our work on anybody's birthday, their desks are covered in decorations. There is cake at 2 or 2.30 every single day for everyone. And there was nothing done. There were no decorations. There was no happy birthdays. There was no cake. There was no nothing. And um, I took it a little bit to heart and I don't think I should off. But, and people even said, a couple of people had said, oh, I saw it was your birthday yesterday. How was it? And I appreciated that. But there was nothing done. I really took it a little bit to heart. I sort of sat there and I went, when you set that everybody in that office has an expectation that on their birthday there will be decorations and cake because it is done for everybody. It is not a once-off thing. It is an always, always done. It would be – it's weird for it not to occur. Mm. So when it didn't occur, I didn't go into work expecting that it would, but – I certainly wasn't expecting that it wouldn't, if that makes sense. I know that Mm. kind of sounds a bit selfish and a bit funny, but I would hate, hate, hate if there was someone in that workplace that had a birthday that everybody completely ignored. I would feel dreadful. 
I had an experience a couple of weeks ago where a friend contacted me and said, I think you're angry at me and I just want to clear the air. Now, I had nothing like that going on. Hadn't remotely. I, I was aware that we hadn't spoken for a while and this particular person was convinced that I had dropped contact because of something they'd done that they thought had made me mad and they were trying to clear the air. In light of this episode, I'd thought about this because it's sometimes funny how someone else is feeling something and you are oblivious. So with regard to the birthday, because funnily enough, this podcast is going to come out, I would say, the weekend after my birthday. And I can't, I know, I know I've said this beforehand, I've always wanted to have a birthday organized for me. But such has been my life that my 30th was fairly soon after my brother's death. So I I actually didn't really feel like celebrating it. My 40th devastated me because I lost my phone that morning. So I got no messages on my phone that whole day. And when I got the new phone, I didn't get so it was like, it didn't even happen. It was like it didn't even happen. It was Honestly, feeding into this expectation thing, it was one of the most devastating things ever because I felt very nobody loves me because I had – and I felt like I was being taught a freaking lesson. Part of what is just my lot in life, and I say it in a good way, is that I am the organiser. And so people have an expectation like I'm the person at work who buys the cake, who remembers the dates. Because I do it – It's not something that they need to think about. No, and there's an expectation that you will always do it. This is interesting because I'm also always the organiser and um, when my kind of group of friends here in Canberra, they all said, what are we going to do for your birthday? We need to do a belated birthday celebration. And the first thing that came to my mind was, I do not want to have to organise like a belated birthday. Like I, I want to see everyone. I want to do something. It was the first time we would have all seen each other after Christmas and New Year. People of, you know, barely any of us actually are from Canberra. So we'd all been home and away and on holidays and whatnot. And I was like, oh, it's just I don't want to have to think about this and organise this. All I'd said to everyone is, why don't you just like, we've got a rooftop pool. Everyone just come up and we'll have like a fun night at the pool. Six o'clock, we'll see you all there. And um, my partner and I were going um, to have a drink at this bar. Like there was this new bar that we found around the corner and we were going to just have a drink at the bar. And my partner was like, oh, let's just go. And he's like, I can only get a table at four o'clock. Like, does that work? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll just go for an hour and then everyone can rock up come kind of six till 630 Anyway, we got there and everyone was there. Aww. They were all there. My partner and one of my girlfriends had organised it. It was this big celebration. People that I didn't even expect to be there were there. Um, a couple of my friends that were away that weekend that were like a completely different friendship group were supposed to be there and then later told me when I got back to work that they knew all about it and were trying to keep the secret. And one of my friends said, I didn't want to text you over the weekend and ask how it was going because I didn't want to give away anything and that kind of thing. Um, and it was a real surprise and there was cake and there was presents and there was decorations and it was wonderful and I had no idea about any of it and I think the reason it was done was because my partner knew that the work situation and this particular friend not touching base had hurt me more than I thought it would and probably more than he thought it would. I love surprises and I organised a surprise kind of birthday dinner for one of my friends back in December. There was only six of us but it it was, you know, I booked the restaurant and I told everyone not to tell her that they were all coming and that was nice to see her excited about that but I'm like you I always organize or plan things and so for this to have occurred was really like it was really exciting really unexpected Mm. and I'm obviously very grateful for that but I had no expectations and that's the thing I think maybe there's different people like just because they're all 
they, they'd all said happy birthday and they were all friends and I knew I would all see them. I wasn't expecting them to make a big deal out of it. Mm, that's lovely. Yeah. After my mum turned 60, some years afterwards, mum said to me, where was my surprise birthday? And again, like I was like, oh, oh no. I know, I know, because I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. So we spent two years planning her 70th, right, right, to make it a surprise. It was a perfect day. Mum loved it. It was really beautiful and it probably was not really a surprise but it worked effectively so mum turns 80 this year and well I've just come back and my dad and I made the decision that this time we're going to tell mum because we're going to have to do it differently because of COVID and have it in two different locations and we just want to make sure mum wants has mum lets us know the people that need to be there mum as soon as we had the conversation was mum was like yeah yeah all right then there'll be this and this and this and this and she's fine as long as she gets a party yeah and this is really interesting too because so I organized pretty much all of my mum's 70th it was massive undertaking young children by the by it's my mother's 70th but I organized my 18th I organized my 21st I think we've talked about this too I have nagged my husband in the past saying can you do something yeah and he said to me don't nag me because then it won't be a surprise and I'm like, all right. So I, I stopped. It's two years I've stopped. And he said to me this year, I haven't organised anything because of COVID. It's too hard to predict anything. And I was like, okay. And I honestly, I went into this year knowing that this is what's going to happen. So I've organised I've organized a bit of work a whole weekend, but organised it with a gig so that it's like a event party and you know, I can catch up with my friends over the weekend, but it's been so much hard work. But it would be nice. Yeah. My expectation is that one year someone will do it for yeah. me. And you know what's hard about that comment about the if you nag me it won't be a surprise is that it still will be a surprise. Like it's it's the thought that I find that tricky too. I've had that said to me a couple of times about like, you know, kind of let me do it my way, do you want me to ruin the surprise kind of thing? And I'm like, no, that's not what we're trying to do, though. We're not trying to ruin a surprise. We're just trying to, yeah, hint at, hey, this would be really nice yeah. one time. I would really like that one time. No, I, I understand. And um, and I would be disappointed too because then what happens is your expectation grows and your disappointment grows the years that go by that you don't have a surprise done for you for a birthday for example if you're asking your husband for it or saying I would really like that that all of a sudden your birthday comes around and there was no surprise and no and then you're like oh now I'm disappointed next year so your expectation grows yeah but then the disappointment does when it doesn't happen so I understand and this is why I think do we need to drop our expectations well and this is why I also admire those people and this is really what I should just do is on my birthday day if I'm working I should be coming in and I bring my own cake and stuff and say it's my birthday I love my birthday you celebrate? all need to love my birthday as much as I do so we're yeah. going to celebrate and all day you're going to be freaking nice to me yeah but you know what <laughs> and I suppose that means that yeah I, I mean and, and that's the thing it's maybe just getting rid of that okay well if there's a surprise there is but if there's not it's fine I'm yeah. still gonna have a great day someone at my work strangely enough they weren't even at work for their birthday they asked for their desk to be des- decorated. It's yeah. not fun once you, when you've had to ask for somebody to do that for but, you. But I, I look at it from the other side. Everybody's got on board and they've gone over the top. So in the end, it's been like, yeah, we're going to make a big deal of it. You've asked for this little bit, but we're going to go monumental. Yeah. So I, I don't mind no, that. I don't mind that either. I think probably one of my things is that so much of expectations is what I hold in my head, but I should just say out loud. 
Yeah, and I think it's I think it's things too that sometimes you want, but maybe you feel like you shouldn't ask for. Yes, and so then you expect that other people will think the same as you and go, well, of course they're not asking for that because they they think that they shouldn't, mm. but we should think about doing it that you know that kind of exactly and you can't read other people's minds this is my mother's favorite phrase to me as I was growing up but with this friend who had the issue this was all going on and I was unaware of any bad blood bad bad energy bad anything so sometimes it does take saying the thing to clear or lay your cards on the table about what you do want out of life yeah there's um someone special in my family who's having a special Uh, celebration this year and I want to do something big for it I'm the only reason I'm not going to detail is because they may listen to this and then I don't want to give it away I want to do something special for it and I told my partner and he said absolutely we have to do something special for it Mm. I think it's it's a once in a lifetime sort of occasion and I want to do something special but I think it's going to be really hard to gather the troops in order to make it something so I've got a couple of plans up my sleeve of of things that we can do I just am not sure how to execute it um but yeah I want to do something special for them and and I know that they don't have expectations but that's again that's when I think maybe that's when I need to drop mine and one um quick story that I want to tell about expectations and not having we're not having expectations has been the best Mm. is traveling going traveling Mm. to different countries so I've been to Paris a couple of times and I must admit both times it wasn't the magical Paris like I expected it to be yes I think when you got when you see places you know like I mean I love London that's an an exception but places like Paris and um you know and Rome and London and all these like you know there are so many big um sites to see and you they're so shown on TV and in movies and they're always so romantic and beautiful and and I think when you go there you then expect that that's what it's going to be like when you know, it's going to be like what you've seen on the movies. And it's an unrealistic expectation. And and don't get me wrong, I've been so lucky to have been to Paris and I did love it, but it's quite dirty. It's not French people are not very nice. Like, I mean, (laughs) I think that's kind of quite known, but it's some French people anyway. It it wasn't what I expected. And I had high expectations for it, having seen all of this sort of thing about it. And it wasn't what I expected at all. And if I, and I've always said this to people, if I was to ever go back to Paris or if I, if they were going to Paris for the first time, what I would say to them is hold off, save all the money in the world and have a, like a five-star experience. Mm. You need to stay on the Champs-Élysées. You need to stay with somewhere that has a little courtyard with views of the Eiffel Tower. You know, you need to go um, to like, you know, for like a a big ball or, you know, all these sorts of things that it's so kind of well known for. Go in the winter when there's the lights and the snow and it's all beautiful because otherwise you kind of, you know, they don't tell you that getting from A to B is on these like underground tube stations and the doors close on your shoulders and you get lost and it's really hot and like all of these things that, because I suppose pre-expectations, because you have expectations from all of this stuff you've seen, you expect it's going to be one way and it turns out not quite to be. Same with key moments in life. I have to follow up on that front story because bizarrely I had the total opposite experience because I went on a Kentucky trip and when we were going into France we were warned that people weren't friendly it was mm. dirty watch out for your wallet all the warnings and I was I went in there thinking ah as it happens and we'd booked 12 months in prior 
the day we hit France was the day after they had won the World Cup final. Oh, okay. And my God, the French loved – they loved everybody that day. Yeah. The night, everyone's cars were lit up going around the Champs-Élysées with their, their blaring the horn and yelling and celebrating. They were hugging in the street and yeah. it was the most joyous place yeah. I have ever – And imagine that because yeah. it, it came with a totally different – I had a different expectation. I went there and my experience is that the French love everybody yeah, of that good. particular day. But – just closer to home and literally this week I went to Taronga Zoo. I didn't really want to go because of COVID. I didn't really want to go because it was raining. I didn't really want to go because it's just easier to stay home, driving through Sydney, all these things. So we went out, we timed our visit. It was overcast the whole day, but cool, not stinking hot. There were not many people there. We had the zoo to ourselves. We were up face to face to some of these animals. Amazing. I had the best zoo visit yeah. I have ever had in my life. I'm a grown woman and I got to the end of it. We, all, my, my boys and I were like, wasn't that amazing? Yeah. And I had gone in there with that whole sense of, I'm going to hate this. And even going on the sky rail thing, which I love so much. So I think it's sometimes good to go in there because that day is going to stick in my memory for years. Yeah. Well, we recently came back from Brisbane, which I've never been to before. And it was on, we booked two days before we left for New Year's Eve. We had no plans and it was just the best. And the one place that has always stuck out to me is um, as a place that I had no expectations of, didn't know that much about was Madrid. And I've always said Madrid is like London, Paris, New York in one. It is amazing. I loved every second of it. And there's so much to do and see there, but it's just not broadcast the same as Mm. these other cities are and I mean New York I love as I said London I love they're amazing but it I just I had too high expectations because I've been so exposed to what these places are like and when I didn't have any like with Brisbane like with Madrid it, they've been like the best trips that I've been on because they were just so I, ha- I was just amazed and in awe at everything as opposed to being like that doesn't look like the postcard or that doesn't look <laughs> like it did in that yep. Emily in Paris where everything was beautiful and it never rained and she wore all the fancy clothes that's not what you know so I think not having expectations has really in those situations has really been beneficial Mm, I agree and to wrap up this episode I'm just going to say also that I have moments with you and I where I sit there and think we can't have anything else to talk about we can't cover new ground and then every single time we listen back I sit there and go oh my god that was amazing and yeah. I get so much out of these episodes. And even though sometimes when I'm into the third time around, I'm still laughing. I still think I'm so funny or yeah. whatever we've done is so funny. So this podcast has consistently exceeded expectations. expectations. Yeah. I probably, probably shouldn't say out loud because then I said some. And the beauty is it's the energy of two different people who can take things in different directions. But it always... I love where we – I wasn't expecting to go overseas today, for instance. Yeah. But you're so right because yeah. we do go to so many of those places with a belief of what it's going to be like. And this is coming from an older person too. You walk into key moments of your life like when you give birth, when you get married, and you think they're going to be the best days of your life and you're better off to just plan the day and not put that huge expectation yeah. on it. My wedding day – actually, for the record, was one of the best days of my life, but was organised in three weeks. And I loved that whole thing. But I had no expectations towards it. And as a result, it was just brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I need to try and do. I think I've always said that about if I was to get married, that I I would want to make it the least stressful situation ever, because I would just want it to be fun and enjoyable rather Mm. than getting tied up in every little detail. I wouldn't want that at all. I think maybe I need to 
I don't know, having had this conversation with you, I don't know if I need to lower my expectations of other people because as you've said, like showing interest in work or interest in, you know, birthdays and stuff is important. And I guess it's like the do to others as you would have done to you or something. Which is what we do. And I I think that for expectation centre point of view, we expect that people will realise how important it is to us because that's what we do to other people. But we're not saying the words. No. And that's the hard thing. And just last, like childbirth, first day I met my son was definitely not the best day of my life and I'm just saying that out there because I know lots of them like oh meeting my child it wasn't it was traumatic it was terrifying and it's definitely not in my top 100 we'll move on to our (laughs) next episode which is going to be in common we'll be back with that soon that wraps up another episode of 2040 podcast celebrating friendship across generations you can contact Kirsty or I via our 20-40 Facebook page or email 20-40, that's all written at gmail.com. We'd love your feedback, thoughts, questions and ideas for future podcasts. Thank you for listening.